whoosh, whoosh, the reviewers <laughs> have the R come in. And it shows, what's up, guys? I don't know how to intro this movie, to be honest with you. I can't really sing that well. Um, welcome back to another <laughs> episode of Jump Cut. Um, we're talking about, well, I guess introduce ourselves. I'm Hashem, and with me I got... Leander. We're talking about the great movie, RRR. I think it stands for something, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like Roar, uh, Retaliate, re- Revolt, or something that... Revolt, yeah, revenge. Or maybe it was remember. rise. Rise, rise sounds right. Let's just keep saying our words until we get them all. Either but, way, bro, yeah. this movie is fire. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy movie. So it's our first time doing one. When we say international movies, we usually just mean Japanese anime or Japanese yeah. movies. Hell yeah! But this is the first time we're actually branching out into an Indian film. So uh, we're talking a little bit before the podcast. It's not technically like what people normally consider Hindi films because the original language it was recorded in is Telugu. Telugu? I, Telugu. I, I didn't know that this was Telugu. Yeah. But um, it's it's more of like the uh, Bengali part of India from my understanding. And Tollywood is kind of the term used to talk about that area that okay. makes movies. And so that's different than Bollywood, which is like most of the Hindi films. But it's still, it's still got that essence in it. It's still got those breakout dance sequences and musical numbers in the middle of a action epic so yeah uh i loved it i'm gonna just put that out there Chem- ju- uh, temperature check i thought it was great yeah. i had so much fun watching <laughs> it i i really didn't know what to expect and i was still like blown away by how yeah. like just entertaining beginning to end this movie is it's like i also didn't want it to end like it was it was so consistently intriguing the whole time i felt like i was watching like uh, a, like a web series and it was just like i was binging it back to back to back because the story yeah. just never ended well i mean it also they do have like cuts in the middle right so it did feel like yeah that. like this yeah, is a, okay you, you could for you could definitely split it into a disc one disc two <laughs> i know but you like shouldn't the, the, because the three the hours are all worth it yeah all right so uh do you want to get into spoilers because i have like a big list of things that i want to go hell through hell yeah bro yeah uh, our other episodes show when one of us had brings something structured, we always do best. So let's do it. I'm all in. <laughs> all right. So I kind of like now it's spoilers, right? Or actually, so before that, go watch this movie. Like if you've never seen an Indian movie or a Indian movie at all, go watch it. It doesn't matter. You will enjoy it. It's just like fun action with a great plot and like surrealist sort of action scenes. It's very cool. Um, and I, I guarantee if you like the types of movies that we kind of like, then you'll be into this one as well. I don't know about that one, man. I feel like... What do you mean? People will watch this movie and be like, oh, there's no subtext. It's like, bro, you don't need subtext. What? What do you mean there's no subtext? Half the movie is symbolism. <laughs> no. There is what no symbolism. They are so overt with everything. You had to. I had to turn off my brain to watch this movie. Come on. What? I mean, well, if you're, you have to be, okay, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll get into it. But like, yeah. I, I feel like they do explain a lot with um, songs, like with character singing. But I, I honestly feel like that is part of what the symbolism is because nobody like pays attention to the lyrics, you know? No. Okay. I got to stop you right there. If you're watching this movie 
subbed, which I did because I don't speak uh, Hindi, then yeah. or Telugu, then you, you you read the subtitles. The songs were all like, two brothers meet. Will they have a falling out? I wonder what will happen when their rivalry <laughs> comes to a head. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, I get that part. But there are parts that are more, like, subtle, sort of. Not like really. what? Maybe you're right. That it's Like not, what? It's Let's not, go spoilers right away. Subtle. Give me one example. Give me one example. Like, the singing about the earth when, um, not Akhtar, but Beam was being tortured in the public square. Like, what? There, there's things there to interpret. What do you mean? Like wait, what 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 do you mean? Singing about the earth? Like yeah, all he was saying about how like his blood rejoins the earth and a river flows and the red from his mother's lips and everything like that was about like a call to nature. Like that we own the land sort of thing. Oh, interesting. See I What do you mean that... that's literally why they rioted? <laughs> what are you talking no, about? No, I know, but I missed thought... it. No, but brain was off. My my <laughs> thought process no no hold on, hold on. My thought process was that like them seeing him so attached to the earth was what made them riot. But it wasn't really like he didn't stare at the pool of blood, puddle of uh, blood and then have the, you know, the townspeople's attention drawn to it. He literally says, except- look at my blood. It's flowing back into the earth. There is no, nothing. Except- o- it's all over. Except they're so wrong. He's like, look at like he's like calling out like my blood flows like a river to a mother's feet. And it like that is exactly what happens. And he's singing about what he's experiencing right now, but that you know it doesn't matter because he's like under Mother Nature's protection or whatever. So he's not going to bend to like false rule or whatever he says during the song. I get what you're saying that the lyrics are overt, but I don't think that makes it not symbolic. It's like the whole like water fountain versus flaming fireworks fight. Uh, okay but stop no come on come on that was so funny what a funny reoccurring motif in the movie yeah so yeah okay this is this is why i think it's it's really like explicit is that like when they're introducing raju his that's his name right yeah or ram i think ram 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 okay when they're introducing him ram and beam when they're introducing ram the story has like a subtitle the fire and then there's a reoccurring motif of him using fire in all of his like moves and shit. And then with Beam, they say the water. And then he just keeps using water the entire movie. And it's just so funny. Like, I had so much fun with it. Okay, yeah, like uh, that's fair. But you get that there's like subtext behind that, right? What is the subtext? They do the same fighting. Wait, <laughs> they both shoot. Oh, my God. They both like... Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. I get that the actual action doesn't portray it, but Beam as a character being more like water is adopting his environment and like acting kind of in protection of the things he cares about and not aggressive. So the only times he actually takes like action against the British government is when his personal like family and tribe is affected, right? And he comes from the jungle and everything like that. So it's like he has a mentality that, like, unless it affects me, I'm not going to help. Whereas the fire, like, he was, uh, Rama was trained in, like, a, a, trained as a soldier, as a child, the, specifically to get weapons so that he could arm the people to fight back, right? And then, like, the whole point of them mixing is that halfway through you get an idea that you need both. You need motivation and belief that what you're doing is right, along with weapons and actual material benefits to give to the people to have the revolution go well. I get it. That's why they I sing get it. the flag at the end. I <laughs> okay, I understand. I still don't think it was, like, I mean, 
like Rama joins the British Empire, so he was kind yeah. of like, you know, wheeling and dealing type shit. Like he was double crossing. Um, no. Can I just say for the record? <laughs> can I just say for the record? Any movie that shows the British Empire in a bad light, I'm on board for one hundred percent. Sign me the fuck up. Oh my up. god. I feel like you like this movie for such different reasons than I. <laughs> really? Why? What's yeah, up? Yeah, well, look, look, I don't, I don't, I do like that they kind of put the British Empire in this light because it's something I've never really seen. I don't think not in the really? many movies. I guess Pirates sort of has that, but not really. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's like not, it's like not a recurring thing. That's why it's like the first time I've seen a story told. Like yeah. Okay. This, especially from like a perspective within India, most stories are just told from like America revolutionizing or something, if at all. Right, that would be how British rule is shown. But like in another country that's also been colonized, that'd be a, it's a cool story to tell. First of all, right? I agree. But like the uh, if if you think that Rama betrayed like his his clan or whatever by joining the British Empire, like I feel like that's the whole no, halfway no, point no, of the no, movie no. is like no, yeah, I'm not he's saying not, he's, he's not double crossing. He's not wheeling and dealing. Like I don't what know. What I'm what I'm trying to say is like he's going about it in a tactful way. He didn't just try to steal a weapons cache. He right. joined the British Empire so he could steal it on, right under their noses, which is totally fine. I am on board with the plan. But if he was truly as hot headed as and as fire as the movie like wants us to think he is, then he would have just broken in and just done the hot headed thing. But he doesn't. He's like always no, calm, not, always collected. <laughs> it's not hot headed. It's about fire. It's about destruction. He wants guns. That's the whole purpose, right? Like he wants weapons. He wants to kill the British soldiers. Everything's about destruction. Whereas like Beam's like entire essence is about preserving the like natural version of the country that they own and they love and they care about so his this thing is a whole call to nature he releases animals into the british it's like it's <laughs> i don't understand how you like only saw the water and the fire bits of it dude you know I, I would mean? i'm gonna be honest i turned my brain off for the entire movie they put on the story at the start and i was like hell fucking yeah i'm in <laughs> I, I don't get it. But anyway, okay, so the sections that I had split, like, my thoughts on are, like, kind of just different areas in the movie, which I thought it was, like, really, really good in. So, sure. Uh, I don't know if we want to do this in an order. That was kind of symbolism. I do kind of want to talk a little bit more about it, but I don't sure. really know what there is to call out. I mean, they do use it. A co- You're right. It's a, it's a recurring motif. Like, uh, even at the end, there's, like, the scene fighting in the jungle with Jess, Rama, and Beam, like... <laughs> one of them's scene, on fire like, and one of them jumps yeah, out of the a, water like yeah the scene of him jumping out of the water was like crazy and then like beat uh, rama shooting like fire arrows and shit it's just like it felt like a video game dude 100 percent, 100 percent. but I, I also like that you know the 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 like way in which they kind of like I, how, do, how do i put this like their friendship plays like this role dude that keeps like <laughs> coming back on what decisions they're gonna make so they could they have to they like are complete friends and then betray one another and then betray one another again and then our friends in the end and that's like the whole like roundabout way of telling the story but i really like that like finale where beam was kind of coming to rama and like i didn't know you were fighting for all of us like i fought for mali and you fought for all of india <laughs> you know yeah i think it's like kind of kind of sick 
I agree. But also, but, that friendship yeah. montage was so fire, dude. It was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. And, like, <laughs> dude, th- this is what I'm trying to say is, like, do not do not misunderstand me. I am not saying that having the music in the background explain the plot is a bad thing. I, I thought it was great. I genuinely enjoyed myself. Do you, do you find it hard to read the subtitles while you're watching, though, for music? No, because, because I, I am an experienced anime difficult. watcher. <laughs> I've been there, bro. I, I watched I your lie in April. The, I, I'm experienced, bro. I have the fucking... I have the history there. Okay, see, the, the problem for me is that, like, you have the audio that is completely disconnected from what's happening on screen whenever they're singing, right? So it's showing other shit on screen. So yeah. they're not actually, like, presenting lines in accordance with a shot that you could kind of keep track of the two happening at the same time, right? They'll, like, show a river of blood and then sing about the river of blood, but I'll need to read about it instead of looking at it because they're completely different. Whereas dialogue, it's just, like, show the person talking, read the person's sentence, and then it's kind of makes sense, you know? So a I lot do. of the music I found very hard to keep up with. And also I'm a slow reader and I have a little tiny baby brain. So You just got to improve your eyes, bro. I'm sorry to say it. Yeah, I guess so. It's not about the brain. <laughs> anyway, I guess I guess I thought I had a lot more thoughts about the symbolism, but really the fire and water is kind of it for what I got. I mean, there's I the mean, nature and weapons stuff, which I kind of touched on with the fire and water, but that's about it. There's not just like the nature stuff. I think there's a lot more as well. Like... Uh, the clasped hand was a reoccurring motif as well. So you had Rama doing yeah. it with his father, and then he does it again with Beam, like a d- bunch of different ways. There's like that holy, what is it, the holy rope that yeah. comes between them. So I, I, there's a lot more to discuss for sure, but I think that that was the one that was most in your face. That's that's very true. And I think that they're like... It's not necessarily symbolism, but it's one of those things that occurs in movies that makes them like just so much more sweeter to watch. It's just like the the foreshadowing and the like tension building throughout the movie where it's like, uh, I love that the movie started with like, who was it? When they were warned, when the British were warned about the fact that like a tribes person was going to come. Yeah, the shepherd or whatever was going to come and take the sheep back, right? Like when that whole thing was told to them they were laughing it off as like what is it going to be like one guy with a bow and arrow and right that's exactly what it was <laughs> and then by the end of the movie you got like rama who's literally one guy the bow and arrow like destroying their whole compound and like i think there is something also about just how like kind of grandiose they make the british empire appear like that firework party and everybody in dresses and stuff like that like well all... i mean as far as I know, it was I, like that, no? Well, I don't know how... Like, uh, everything was blander in the past. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely not, really. definitely not as showy, I think. Like, I don't know. I just can't imagine. Like, you can't, you can't do anything when fireworks are firing, dude. And, like, the neon lights everywhere. Like, that feels so not... That feels like a 2022 stylistic choice to make them appear more... And like, I'm not trying to say that they put the British Empire in a bad light, but what I'm trying to say is that they're like that is supposed to symbolize something about the egregious spending of wealth. And then you see like the whole the rest of the townsfolk in that city in India were like crowded around, literally just watching, you know, yeah, not, but not allowed in. And yeah. so like that sort of thing, I'm sure has meaning that I could maybe 
articulate better if you gave me like 30 minutes and a 500 the page meaning or something but the meaning <laughs> is that the british empire sucks in all in all incarnations that's it that's all that matters thanks ashton fighting the good yeah, fight i got you bro. Well, don't well even said. worry about well it said. don't even worry about it yeah. <laughs> all right uh so next one next one of these little sections right i got soundtrack i got Bumpin'. montages I got bumping. Okay, Let's go soundtrack. soundtrack. Let's go soundtrack. Yeah. So this movie had like one of the best soundtracks I've heard in recent history with its like mix of like vocals along with drums along with what felt like club music. Yeah. It, it was so like entertaining and like they had different motifs for beam when he was fighting versus rama when he was fighting that like kept recurring like the drum and shit like that was just like such a beam energy and then like i don't know it was like electric and it was so energetic and they did the thing where they've timed the fight scenes to kind of coordinate with big moments in the music and that shit makes me like so excited so i had a great time with it i had a great time too i also i think i like i mentioned before I really, really yeah. like that the music is just telling us a story. Like, dude, that whole montage of them being friends, there is no subtext. Like, we know that Rama is out hunting Beam, and we know that Beam is the shepherd undercover. But in this yeah. music, it's like, what's going to happen when they find out? Will their rivalry really become undone? And it's just like, <laughs> so fucking fun. You know, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of those, like, in-between episodes of Hunter Hunter. The, like, finale that <laughs> yeah. like, wrap up and, yeah. and ask all the questions to the audience. Like, what is Killua going to do to get out of this mess? It's kind of reminded me of that. But, I loved it. I thought I it was great. It, it, also. It was really good. Yeah. Um, the end credits didn't have music. So the the ending of the movie was them, like, that whole dance-off with all yeah. of them. And uh, one th- I don't know if it was a dance-off. The dance montage, the dance sequence. Yeah. One thing that I thought, thought was really funny is the third guy that comes on is the director. <laughs> <laughs> so there was I one like of the that. people that comes on, and, and I was like, where the fuck did this guy show up in the movie? Was it, like, his dad? Was it his uncle? So I looked it up, and it's the director. He just comes in and he joins them. <laughs> That's really funny. I kind of like that. I didn't know that. But it was it was like, I don't know, very... The, the music, the... the so I, I loved the original soundtrack, I guess. So, like, all the underlying fight scene music and everything. Yeah. I felt like the energy it put on screen was, like, amazing. But that... I, you brought it up, but I think the actual music that happens in the film that tells a story is another thing. But there's also the music that the characters sing, and that, yeah, like, yeah, is is just like such a I don't know beautiful sound, especially because they like mute all the other audio. It like encompasses the room. It like takes over whenever a character is singing. Yeah, and it's like so sweet and heartfelt and interesting like the the torture scene or when he first sees molly after she's like locked in the the british house i guess the british like they're, they're just like such powerful scenes and like i don't know if it's actually them singing but even if it isn't it feels just so impressive and beautiful i like really really like those scenes i thought the dancing was great i thought it was really fun <laughs> yeah think, the dancing like, is a whole other thing Dude, I just think, like, 
that is a thing that that people of high class do where they think that if you can't dance salsa if you can only dance like an ethnic dance then you don't know anything about dance but this movie what is this? <laughs> this movie changed its changed what well, not changed its mind what am i trying to say here i'm trying to say that fuck the british that's all i'm saying I feel like I feel like you have such a like the reason you like this movie is because they portrayed like the British the way they do Nazis in most other films. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I and don't get me wrong, I am totally here for it, but it's like the the point of that scene wasn't so that we could say fuck the British. They dance Indian people dance so good as well. It's like it's just a, no, a it fun is for expression me. of the character. It is for me. No, no, no. I, it is for I, me. <laughs> I, I you get like this sick enjoyment out of seeing them getting killed and stuff like that which is like i get that i felt that especially when they're seen as like so horrific at the start of the movie and stuff yeah and it, it is very gratifying to know that the story is being told and preserved in some way because it's very easy to look at like you know india now or whatever and forget that it was completely like crushed under british rule and it's like i don't know kind of i like that i like that you could see this history come out yeah. right but so I I, I think sorry. like the the singing and the dancing and the like expression of Indian culture is meant to be like emblematic of powering through and like a culture preservation exactly type thing. I was gonna say not, was... not necessarily a fuck the British we're dancing. <laughs> well, I thing. think no, I, I I agree with you. So I think you're a hundred percent right. It's it's about cultural yeah. preservation, and I also think it's supposed to be like, whenever you're in situations that are oppressive like this, holding on to your tradition is what gives the people liberation at the end of the day. If that makes sense, right? And so that's why I really like that scene a lot, is because the British guy Ben starts dancing like flamenco and fucking swing. And it's just like he's on his own. He's just showing off his moves. There's no heart behind it. There's nothing that he's just he's literally just flexing that he can move, he can move his feet a specific way. But then you got my boy Rama and Beam come in and show him up in every single capacity. Like, how can you not love that? How can you not love that? I, I, okay, yeah. I think that there is part of me that looks at this film like it's sort of um <laughs> Okay, what what's that term? For when an anime does it, where it's like everything goes up right and roses for like the main character, wish fulfillment. Sure. <laughs> yeah, there there is a form of wish fulfillment in seeing like the Indian dude just outdance the the like British soldier man or whatever, right? Yeah, like that that is a fun feeling. But I don't know. I think like I I looked at that as like a the sharing of the Indian culture is literally what everybody enjoyed out of that. Oh, it's yes, not... yes, yes. Yes, I agree. Right. Yes, I, I, I might have misspoken. I didn't mean that what I didn't enjoy that he showed him up in dancing. I enjoyed that it became a communal thing. It wasn't just one guy dancing. It was everybody. No, no, dude, I'm not trying to like say that you're appreciating it wrong. I like that he showed him up. I'm all for people getting their comeuppance, right? If you're a dick in Act 1, I want you dead in Act 3 sort of thing, right? Like, but <laughs> But I think, like, the the dance scene specifically was, like, I, this expression of, like, I feel like something of, like, you know, the British culture had just brought Britain to India, 
and then set it in the middle of town and does yeah. like treated the rest of the city and the rest of the country as trash and rubbish or whatever they else they call it whatever right but like this was like kind of rama and beams like ability to share it is what made everybody enjoy it more and i don't know of course it's very surreal and those dance sequences it's hard to say whether or not they actually happen in the story of the film but like no they have i think it's cool i anyway. was there yeah yeah you were there i was there <laughs> Also, just Indian dancing, Indian dance sequences are just so energetic because they got, like, 50 fucking backup dancers. Yeah. There's so many people on screen, and everybody is just so in sync. The bar is so high for these things. It feels like one of those K-pop studio dances, except, like, to a whole other degree. Yeah, and I also, I I enjoyed the percussion more so than K-pop. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Musical preferences aside, I think it was still badass. And I think there's also, like, this, I guess, like, look that you have associated with, like, conventional dancers just from, like, uh, So You Think You Can Dance or, like, any of those dance crew shows or, you know, K-pop in general, where they kind of look like, look like a dancer, like, kind of, how do I put this? Like, really fit and really fit one shape of, like, kind of a thinner, slender person, right? Yeah. Whereas, like... I don't know how Indian dudes do it. I mean, they're both jacked, to be fair. But they look like regular people, and they dance like absolute like menaces like Dude. on the dance floor. It's incredible. Okay, now that we're you know objectifying... I, mean? I, I do. I 100% agree with you. But now that I, we're I'm objectifying... Not, I'm not trying to objectifying them. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. You're already there. Now that we're talking about objectifying the main characters, I don't know why the fuck Beam went, was so ugly for the start of the movie, bro. I don't get it. What do you mean? I don't know why they made that decision. What? What, are you, what are you talking about? Bro, Raju looked hot start to end. Never looked bad at all in any of his scenes. They're supposed to make him look ragged and like disgusting when he's in prison. Nope, he still looks like a badass. But Beam looks so like, I don't know, bro. He looks so schlubby at the start of the movie. What are you, the, did you see him in the jungle, dog? No, the jungle was fine. That? The jungle was fine. That was a good right. one. But I'm saying okay. like when he goes in and he's like impersonating the, the Muslim guy, which by the way was so funny because the minute he put on the cap and he put on the thing, I was like, is he Muslim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, like, I think that's not, I, I feel like I disagree with you. I feel like you have a different bar, but Probably. I, I, I thought that they're, yeah, it, it was whatever. I think the whole cast, I mean, most of the people who make it into film in general are attractive people. You don't yeah. get many people who look normal looking. And normal sounds like an insult, but I literally just mean fucking normal appearing in movies. So, I don't know. I what what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say about like the the dancing though is that like I think I maybe it's cuz I don't seek it out or whatever, but I I like seeing people with different body shapes dance. I agree. It's kind of like weirdly inspiring in a way. Not that I'm gonna fucking take up dance now, right? But like it's <laughs> it's like the 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 just kind of putting it out there and absolutely shredding it and looking that like I mean they're they're cut or whatever, but like still it's, it's fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. I also I'm think the that energy he... that that like brings in the middle of the movie is like really really cool. Especially like it, it the movie gets dark and, and intense and like. I mean, there is a scene where a child gets shot, right? Like, it, it, it's it's not a, like, light, yeah. light movie entirely, yeah. right? And but that. but you still got this, like, levity that you can enjoy in the middle of it. I don't know. 
Very good. Dude, I just thought it was like... Like... Okay, apparently this is based off of two historical guys, right? Really? Yeah, it's based off of two, like, revolutionaries in India. And from my understanding, they never met. Like, this is purely fictional. You know? Yeah. Understandably so. Motherfucker has lines in it and shit. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. But from from what I'm reading, the director was like, wouldn't it be cool if they just met? (laughs) And so his idea of wouldn't it be cool if they just met was to make it into a fucking, like, action movie where they're overthrowing the British Empire on their own and ends with a dance sequence. And I don't know if this is, like, part of the form for, like, Tollywood or Bollywood movies, but I love that. I love that. Sort yeah, it is. Like, I, when you were like, this is an ending, I was like, oh, I wonder what you mean, because I thought it kind of wrapped up really nicely. But, yeah, if you're not expecting a dance sequence at the end of the movie, you're doing it wrong. Like, what you could kind of think of it as similar to is, like, the scene from, like, uh, you know how, like, a lot of big movies end with flashy credit sequences? Yeah. Right? Or I'm thinking, like, Spider-Verse has, like, that great bombastic soundtrack over top of as like elevate over yeah. top of like this animated credit sequence that's just like phenomenal right so indian movies will do that just with a dance sequence in the middle and no credits so that's why the credits didn't have music after because it's like by then the people are leaving the theater but you're staying there for that last sequence at the end that's kind of a send-off i i, I don't know I, I just a few bollywood movies i've seen that do have music usually have something like this in it i loved it I'm going to just say that. That said, I am, like, as much as I'm the authority in talking about India because I'm fucking Indian, I am not at all <laughs> a real authority. Like, of the two of us, maybe, but, like, of literally any other person, probably not. Any other Indian person, like, I haven't seen shit. That's funny. So, They're all talking shit right yeah. now. They're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Dude, I didn't even realize until halfway through the movie that it was the the default language when I picked it up on American Netflix was Brazilian Portuguese. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it wasn't Hindi that I was listening to. Okay, so there was apparently some controversy around that because they didn't release... Uh, Netflix doesn't have the Telugu version on it. They just have the Hindi version. Uh-huh. But the movie yeah, was originally just... released in, in te- Telugu. Tel- Telugu, yes. So the, that's fine, though, because the Hindi is the most common language in India. Like I, I don't really see a problem with that. And if you're going to share it with audiences across the globe who are Indian or of South Asian descent, probably Hindi is the safer bet there. Like, my parents don't speak Telugu. And they would, like, my dad has seen this movie. He watched it in Hindi. Like, Did I, he like it? What I, did your dad I don't think? Know. He liked it. He said that it was very, like, surreal and stuff. I'm not sure if he's usually into Hindi action movies, but... okay. Uh, yeah, he enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm probably going to talk more with him about it later. But I really, I really like my myself. I enjoyed. It. I even have a few other Hindi movies that I've been wanting to watch and have just been putting off for ages. That right. are just like on my list. Maybe we could do another one. Do you want to do another Hindi movie next week? I'm down. I don't care. I love this one. <laughs> if I can expect the same energy, then why not? I believe that the director of this one, like SS Rajamuli, I think he he is. Uh, also the director of another one that I wanted to do. So we might do that one. I want to double check my facts on that, but I'm pretty sure because he's like a pretty famous Indian director. Sure. There's like, uh, there's also like a really famous actor who every fucking Indian family knows about, like Amir Khan or, <laughs> Amir Khan or something. I know him. He's like in every, every movie ever. And like, 
Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yes, I'm correct. He is the director of the other movie, the Telugu film, though. Tamil Telugu. Interesting. Anyway. Uh, all right. So that was dancing. Wait, hold on. The reason songs. I asked, the reason I asked if your dad watched it is because um, there's got to be some historical context here. You know what I mean? Like, did Beams so? realize? Probably no. I'm not saying in the movie, but I'm saying like, did Beams' character actually go in hiding as a Muslim? Like, is that documented somewhere? Like, I don't know. Do you know? Probably not. Do you? <laughs> no, I mean, I I didn't know these people were based on real characters. Like, yeah. I, I know very little about Indian history, dude. Yeah. Well, then, don't get me so, wrong. I'm not exactly an expert on Arabic history either. But the reason I'm asking is because, like, when I watch Lawrence of Arabia with my parents, they have a better understanding of the like the historical context. And like, if there's ever any inconsistencies, they're like, "Hold on, that didn't happen." You know. I think that's fair, but this movie is set in such a older time period than i think my parents would necessarily have the context for maybe they would though like maybe this stuff was taught in schools but like my parents education was influenced by british rule you know like they speak with a british accent slightly and stuff like that right but like there's gotta be like for example at the very end that montage with uh or the 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 end credits yeah are those leaders from indian revolutions i don't know I believe so. Like, they kept showing up, and I was like, I don't know who these people are. I wish I did, but I'm pretty sure that they are, like, people who are important to the British, or the Indian Revolution. Right, okay. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I wish, I kind of, part of me watching this movie made me feel bad for not knowing any of the context surrounding it, especially being Indian, right? Right. Kind of, like, suck to feel that, or, like, the need captions, because I literally don't speak Hindi. Um, But... I don't know. I think it's it's like still valuable to me as someone watching it, not knowing the context, to even see this film and see the British portrayed in a way that I never thought about, but is absolutely rational. And it's yeah. probably accurate. Like the whole, ah, God. That first scene went so hard with like the, yeah. the two coins and then like literally selling her daughter by accident because she didn't speak English. And also yeah. to me watching it i didn't understand why she got confused because they were all speaking brazilian portuguese (laughs) (laughs) i was like i don't know how did this miscommunication happen don't you understand each other because i I didn't watch with like the english and hindi mixing up and i'm glad i turned it on when i did because it would it made literally no sense why like akhtar when he was akhtar didn't couldn't talk to jenny yeah i was like why not I can't believe they let my boy fall in love with a white woman like that, bro. What? (laughs) They did him so dirty. I don't understand. Bro, you saw... What was her name? No, it it was. It was. But did you see... What's her name? Sitha? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Okay. Come on. I, like I get what you're saying, but like <laughs> I, what I'm, what uh, my threshold does what I'm gonna say is that if you make it into movies in the first place, you're already attractive, or you're already more attractive than regular people, right? Right, but who's so more of course attractive? you're gonna have any anybody who m- makes it to the point of being called a female or male lead is probably conventionally attractive. But you're you're saying you're saying that Sita could get it compared to Jenny? Uh, hell yeah, bro! Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's like fair. I don't know. I think I think in terms of a story being told, it didn't really hurt on it or hurt. I think 
too much that Jenny was there. I do think it was funny that for the end credits sequence, not, I call it credits, but it's not <laughs> Yeah, she's dancing. Did with you them? like that? Like, it's <laughs> Siva's dancing with them because she can dance with them, right? But they did, they made it a point not to include Jenny until literally the last like five seconds where, no, where she, she kind of just shows up and she's wearing she, a sari and like. No, no, she dances a little bit. She does like one move because I remember she showed up. I was like, where the fuck has she been this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was really interesting, which is also a good point to make, right? Like, you don't want to put, like, this character, regardless of, like, how important they are to the plot or whether they're a main character, you don't want to show them as being, like, above, the, because of their skin tone, above any of the other actors or actresses or culture or anything. So it's kind of, like, a good thing that they made her not take a pronounced role in the finale or ending or even, like, overtly take up a lot of time with a romance on screen. She kind of served her purpose and then fell into the back line of the movie, if that makes sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I agree. I didn't need too Man, much context in her betraying the British Empire because I it's just, like that's I objectively just, the right thing to do. I just don't like I don't like the British. Scott was a perfect encapsulation of what they are. And I respect that. <laughs> I think this movie does it very well. Yeah. I also love the VA for like uh, the voice acting, sorry, for the English. Yeah like the british english it was like just like the most pompous like bad <laughs> accents i've ever heard like i don't know if it was actually british people or they just found anybody to do british accents because it certainly felt like people doing british accents and i don't know i thought it was great i uh i wasn't sure if the movie like to me there seemed to be like syncing issues cuz they would speak in english but then yeah the voices would not come out the same way, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah, because we were listening to the Hindi right. record of the film. Right. So, so I, you're, But I don't, I don't know if the same English voice acting was used, because they have, probably have to re-record it for, like, legal purposes. You know, if they're not allowed to release the Tagalog cut on That's Netflix, what I'm saying. They probably have to re-record English as well. Yeah. And, and it, it kind of did stand out. Like, I really didn't like how easily you could tell that it was like all ADR because yeah. it's another language being spoken. But I don't know. Some of it matched. And for the most part, it didn't really matter. Like, uh, I don't know. Didn't distract too much from it. What did you think? I of, think there's uh, a certain fuzziness with like the, the Indian film culture. That's like, it's okay. Like even some of the CGI was kind of shit in some parts, but that's only because when? Hollywood is absolutely, what do you mean? No, you serious? come on, stop. When? Give me one the example. Part, the part where, the part where he lifts the motorcycle and flips it above his head, and that motorcycle looks like it's paper mache, like <laughs> because Wait, they didn't what? get the weight. So the at the end of the movie, right while they're in the forest, Beam picks up a motorcycle with one hand, okay, and the way they animated it is probably that he was holding something very light, like a stick or a pole. Yeah, but and he's then they just, just jacked like that, that, bro. Okay, I get that, right? But you can't get the the weight of the item needs to be portrayed in how it's animated. That's why some of the, like the animals look like really lifeless and weird. Okay, but let's be honest. I don't think Hollywood is doing any better these days anyway. Not always, but definitely most times. And I'm not saying it's like the Indian film culture can't do it or whatever. It's literally just that Hollywood absolutely pumps money into this sort of shit. Yeah. Right. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is the most expected most expensive Indian film like ever to date really this one yeah Interesting. yeah 
So, like, there is a lot of money poured into it. So, like, don't get me wrong. That's why, for the most part, it looks great, right? But every now and then, you'll get, like, a little bit of shake. And, again, don't get me wrong. This shit happens in Marvel movies, you know? Yeah. Like, nobody gets this right perfectly. I'm just saying, when you pick up a motorcycle with one hand, there's a certain look that would kind of be expected with how heavy that thing is. And to see him, like, twist a wrist and the thing just goes from, like, 90 to, like, horizontal to vertical is like, okay, there's no weight in that thing. That thing is made of, like, what, fiberglass or something? It's completely empty. Dude, it doesn't it was look just real. Like, like, I'm thinking back at it, like, they have a montage where he fights a tiger <laughs> yeah yeah and it's great it's, it's great. great he like the the whole the whole sequence is phenomenal because he wasn't even chasing he was didn't want a tiger he just noticed that a tiger was also there and fucking did it on the spot yeah i love the idea that he's like because of how close he is to nature he like honored the animal and stuff and like cared for it I guess in a way, but then it gets kind of released it into the British square. I don't know. There's like some, some part of me really, really like that scene where it's like after the tiger like falls lifeless onto his body, not lifeless, but like passed out onto his body. He's like holding it and like speaking yeah. to it. I like that a lot. I also like that. Okay. So Rama was raised as a soldier. So his first instinct for weaponry is to actually get a gun, but being right. was raised in the wilderness so when he's thinking of weapons to use against the British when he's trying to save, uh, what's her name? Molly? Mila? Yeah. He gets Molly. fucking wild animals. <laughs> and he brings them into the compound. Yeah. And I just thought that yeah. was really funny. It's sick. And then even, like, he has those, like, wolverine claws that were sitting yeah. on his, like, chest the whole time. And it's, like, kind of cool that that sort of mimics. The, I don't know if this is actually intentional, but I thought it was. Because when... um. Rama, when you actually find out about his past, because you don't until, like, halfway through the movie, when you find out about his past, you see that he's actually got, like, uh, his dad always wore, like, a bandolier with, like, bullets oh, on his chest. And I was like, I kind of like the imagery of that, like, the, the yeah. different things. There's one guy had claws, another had bullets. Like, that's kind of where the water and fire and nature and weaponry technology kind of, I, I like that. Okay, you know what? I actually, sorry, because we're talking about the water and fire thing, I straight up did not clock that until the scene in the compound where they have one of them standing behind a broken water fountain and the other one behind <laughs> fireworks. I could not really stop not? laughing. That's so interesting. I feel like it was kind of it was kind of overt with it. Like even, even really. the whole, like, yeah, what do you mean? Until the, that like, point? yeah like the even even the bridge sequence dude the fire and water that played into that yeah that the water water for protection the fire being danger like that whole right 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 but the fire wasn't rama the fire was just the fire from the train wreck and so they were trying to avoid the fire it's it's a sign of danger I agree with you, but I well, just don't think it was associated with Rama at that point. Yeah, I guess. But also, it kind of was. Because, like, they literally say it in the movie. They say the fire. And I then know, show I know, I know, I know, I know. Him beating up a bunch of protests. I thought it would be symbolic. <laughs> I thought that scene was really cool, too. He jumps <laughs> <That's> over <it. laughs> the fence. I, I fucking, I am here for it. I love the idea that he still arrested that guy. I love that. Well, I don't love it, you know what I mean? But, like, I love that how they showed it. It was so great. Dude, he, like, stomps his foot, and they all go silent. And, like, he single-handedly breaks up that whole protest. Like, that's crazy. 
That's crazy. Also, I like that all the scenes, like there is a there is a uh, cohesive through line for everything. You see Beam right. fighting the tiger, and in another movie that might have just been an example of look how badass he is. But no, the tiger right. comes back. He they use him as a distraction when they jump into the British compound, and then right. Rama beats the shit out of all the protesters, and you could just make it seem like oh he's determined to do whatever he needs to all that shit. But right. he actually has a reason for doing it. He wants to get promoted to be special officer. So right, and like I that that kind of gets into another point that I had in this like list. We're kind of through most of it. Like uh, the last few things I have are that the just talking about the action scenes in depth, which I think is like, we've kind of done that mostly. Yeah. Um, but one of the last things is just how complex of a story is being told here. Yeah. And like, I get that three hours kind of allows you to do something like that. But like, there is a lot of moving parts here that you have to understand and like know where characters came from and who they are and like their reasoning for things. And I think like the, the way it kind of, weaves back and forth with yes there's songs that kind of explain the same shit but like who knows things and when they don't know things and when they're realizing things is like really interesting you know yeah i was never confused that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah it's like very very cool and i i think that like the only part that i wanted to know more about was like how I don't even know if they were technically brothers. Like Beam called Molly his sister and called the guy. I don't who think was they were actually him, siblings. Brother. I don't think. Yeah, I think they were all yeah. part of the same tribe, and that's yeah. pretty much it, right? Um, but I wonder what happened to him after he was let go. You know, like Rama, Rama let him go after he was bit by the spy or bit by the um, snake. Oh, right? I don't know. Kate. I thought right? he was with yeah, them like, when I thought he was with them when they were trying to escape. When they were trying to escape, where? Like at the very end when Sitha tells them that they have smallpox, I thought he was with that group. Oh, was, was he not with them? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he was. I didn't notice if he was. Wow. I, I just kind of thought that his story that ended there, and I was like, "What?" You're actually, I, I just didn't care oh, about all any Indians of the characters. Look the same. Wow, Leander. Wow. <laughs> Cultural <laughs> face blindness. I just don't interact with enough Indian people out here. <laughs> if you if you if you can believe that. <laughs> Yeah, I went to a I, I went to a Broadway musical yesterday. Right. Holy shit. Holy shit. I I have never felt so like or not never, but you know, a lot of I I definitely felt like a standout standout look or standout skin tone in that room. Why that there's all white people? A, yeah, and I don't know if you've seen Oklahoma or know anything about I was going to say, Oklahoma. I was this like, is, you went This is a portion of the Oklahoma. podcast where we talk about Oklahoma. I don't know shit about that. I thought that Oklahoma was like <laughs> I don't know, more in touch, a more recent, a more recent music. It's old as shit. It's old as shit, dude. It was like, okay, it was a great performance. If you're, if you're a member of the Broadway SF theater company group (laughs) who put on the performance of Oklahoma, you did a great job. Do not get me wrong. I loved it. I'm here for it. Right. What you're working with though, it's rough. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know what it's about, but I do know that it's old as hell. Like just old, okay. like like the nineteen thirties okay. type shit. Let me let me summarize this, okay? Let me summarize this. <laughs> okay. So the main plot of the movie is that there is a woman trying to decide between a cowboy and a farmhand, okay? Okay. But the farmhand is an incel, 
and the cowboy is a ladies' man. He's an and incel? she goes with the cow. Yes, he's an incel. I don't even okay, know if this was a word or a term back then, but he was like, uh, they described his apartment as being covered in photos of naked women. And like him, he had like ropes and shit that were suggesting that he was sit, like willing to kidnap the woman because he felt entitled to her because he worked on her farm. Okay. Everything like that. Hold on. And he like assaults her Stop. at the end of the movie. Wait, it's just I gotta, like, why is this a decision? between the two yeah (laughs) exactly it's not everybody in the audience knows from the get-go you're not gonna go out with a creepy dude right but also the other guy's not much better okay so i i thought he was like he was kind of like playing it coy and acting like romantic and whatever right he never did overtly anything bad but like there's a point in which in the movie in which like because he hasn't so it's uh, this is it's not a movie it's a show i I keep i'm getting confused right now but like the way the way it happens is that there's like a hoedown happening in the town square it's like a box about box dance or a box social or something i don't know whatever the fuck the term is for this thing and um the the woman trying to play hard to get for the cowboy her name is laurie i'm just gonna call her laurie Right. So Lori trying to play hard to get for the cowboy whose name's Curly. <laughs> uh, he she says no to going out with him. So then Judd, the cow hand or the, the farm hand or whatever. Right. He asks her and she feels so pressured because of how creepy he is. So she says yes. So then because she's already said yes to him, she feels like she has to make a decision between the two. Oh, interesting. Can't. So it's like. Okay. There was even a big call out in the middle of the movie that like she wants to be able to make decisions, she wants to be empowered to make her own decisions, and then ultimately she doesn't even get to. So it literally is not a movie about like female empowerment or anything like or a show about female empowerment. And maybe I'm not picking up on the nuances of that, but like she buys a tincture from a wandering salesperson that's supposed to help her make the decision, and then they have an 18 minute ballet sequence of her experiencing like confusion of whether or not she made the right choice she hallucinates yeah interesting anyway it's it's just it's it's a wild story and it boring and like i don't know i didn't i didn't really love it and like what i'm saying about the guy even being creepy he jokes about like so this guy curly when he goes and meets judd the cowhand and like tries to tell him or i keep calling him cowhand farmhand um tries to like tell him like you know she wants to go with me stay away from her right like Curly jokes about the fact that because nobody likes him anyway, he should just kill himself. And nice. I was like, "Whoa, that's a dark turn to take for your protagonist love interest you were supposed to be rooting for." Maybe there is nuance to this. Maybe they're both bad people, and one is just like an attractive cowboy, and the other is like an offstandish man. But the whole point is that both of them are bad. But no, she just gets with the cowboy at the end. They get married. <laughs> Queen, the guy who said. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. I don't think I understood it. I don't think, but I don't know. I don't think. I don't know why we're talking about this right now. No, here, here's, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now. It's because RRR is very quick and clean and dry with its motifs. I understand who the good guys are. I understand who the bad guys <laughs> are. And I understand what the good and the bad should be doing. From what you're right. describing to me, everybody's just bad in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 
And you even said it like that because they always talk about in Oklahoma. That's like the whole thing. It's all about being Oklahoma or whatever. And and all the music. I'm usually there for show tunes. I think show tunes are fun because they can tell stories while singing, even if the music's not like excellent for a lot of go-to musicals, right? Um, it just has to be like good enough and ex- entertaining enough, right? But boy, pff, country music. Ooh, that's a, that's a rough one. A rough just, overlap here's, of here's country country X show tunes. Not you went not my to thing. Oklahoma. What were you expecting? <laughs> I honestly don't know anything about the United States. I couldn't tell you where the fuck <laughs> Oklahoma is. I thought it was going to be like a southern musical with a largely like black cast. To be honest, fuck I no. actually did not expect what I saw at all, and was kind of disappointed. But anyway, as far as I it, know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, musicals suck. I can agree with you there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fair. kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You are you are just kidding because you're wrong because musicals are great. And this was a musical. This was definitely R-R-R a, musical, was a musical and a good one at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think it's uh, I think it's time we go on and uh, I, we kind of talked about pretty much everything. Let's go yeah. rate it. Yeah. Um, wait, hold on. I wanted to talk one more. What did you think of their physical feats of whatever? Everything. Fuck it. Absolutely fuck it. I love when movies just play with that sort of like bending reality and let you just hero complex take on the entire world, fight through Dude, a there's entire a scene crowd of people. Where he takes down four police officers, two with his hands and two with his legs. And he like he like gets all four of them in a headlock. Oh yeah, and, and then he falls down. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I know that was you're, so you're talking funny. where they're trying to chase they're trying to yeah. chase Beam and Molly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the best part about that is that he previously trips another one so that he falls back and pins a fifth one with his back. Like, Noted, like bro. there's five people pinned after that. Yeah. Nobody's doing it like my boy Rama. And the other ones he's holding with his like arms and legs. I thought it was really good. Also, how badass is it that he's like doing chin ups in his cell? Yeah. Also, I like that he's doing the chin ups and they're like, oh, he's doing exercises. But in my mind, he was doing it because he was still looking at the weapons cache. Like, he was like, that's where I need to be. He's still looking at his goal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a king. He's a king. Very cool. I also love one of those final shots where he, like, says, return this British soldier's, like, return return this man's bullet to him. To his like, heart? Was, let him keep it in his heart? the gun to shoot. Yeah, give, let him keep it in his heart. And shoots him. And then, like, the blood splatter on the, like, the sun never sets on the British Empire sign was like, ooh. Very load cool. aim shoot bro yeah load aim fire but yeah get it no it's fire. not it's get not it. fire oh but it's not it... fire it's shoot i thought it's fire it's not you sure i'm pretty sure like at least 98 <laughs> percent. all right fire anyway <laughs> uh all right let's go let's go ahead and rate it uh why don't you go first because it's your movie sure um i think for the item i'm gonna go with uh english iron bullets <laughs> um, and I'm okay, gonna give it fair. a 10 out of 12. All right, that's a that's a pretty good rating. I'm gonna give it a 11 out of 12. Wow! See, you see how I flipped the scr- the script ever since I called out Leander that he always undersells no, okay. me. <laughs> see, every uh, you, every single I feel like for the past like 12 <laughs> weeks or whatever, whenever I give a rating, this motherfucker has to be like, oh, see, I'm the re- see, he's going under this time because because he's like always got to undercut me, and then like when I go over, you're like, oh, see, I got in his head, and so now he's going over. You see, I got that man. And I'm like, just let know, me fucking listen, rate listen, movie, so. just know that no decision you make will be independent from me. <laughs> <laughs> 
How dare you have an opinion? <laughs> oh, you got cookie dough ice cream? You know it's because I love cookie dough and you want to make me jealous, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I can't do shit in this town. <laughs> I'm fucking 4,000 miles away and you still piss me off. Good. That's <laughs> right. true friendship right there. <laughs> All right. So I'm kind of like between two movies because i kind of want to do the one that i was mentioning earlier like another one by this director sure but there's another big movie that i want to talk about that is a very recent release and i think i'm gonna choose that one we'll do do the indie movie like at some point but not today so the next movie you might have seen it already but i want to watch prey oh my god hell yeah it's on disney plus at least i think it is in canada Maybe the U.S.? I'm not really sure. Um, And it is the prequel to Predator that was released this year that takes place in, like, I don't know, very, very, like, pre-technology times. Yeah, it's like Native Americans. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And it it looks, like, incredible. So, can't wait. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. So, uh, yeah. For next week, watch Prey. Find it on Disney Plus or whatever. And follow us on Jump Cut dot fm on twitter jump cut fm on twitter and jump cut dot fm for our website yeah our editor at blue moon blue moon paper on instagram and blue moon dot paper something i actually don't remember now i'm I'm, i I feel like there's a dot involved there i thought it was an anyway wasn't it not yeah etsy it's like blue moon paper dot etsy dot com is her like kind of etsy shop but she has a shopify one that i am blanking on right now but you can find it if you go to blue moon paper on uh instagram and her also her name's Jordine. She's she's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's aight. She's aight. She's she's aight. We we sort of like her on this show. She's kind of cool. Sometimes. Anyway, uh thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for listening. It's, it's been, been real. real.